Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shiori Mandaf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachet Nidad of Samach Chet Amur Aleph, about to take a look at the second Mishnah in this, the tenth parak of Nida. Nidash Madkatsma Yom Shvi'i Shacharit. So remember, a Nida, from the moment she sees Dam, has to keep seven days, and the next night, meaning the eighth evening, she goes to the mikvah. If she checked herself on the seventh day in the morning, she found no dam. She did not do another bedik at the end of the day. And, and she went to the mikvah that night. And a few days later she checked and found dam. The assumption is that she was tahara until she found the second dam. The tefillah was fine. No implications for Biyah and no implications for Taharot. However, let's say the flip. Seventh day in the morning she found herself to be Tmeah. She again didn't check in the afternoon, assumed that she was no longer Tmeah, went to the Mikvah. A few days later she checked and found that she had no Dam. Still the assumed Tmeah. And now when she finds Dam, it's going to go back 24 hours or to the last Badika, but uh, that means that the Chazaka here is that she was Tmeah, and the Tefillah was no good. But we have the rule that we've already seen, that if she has a Veset, then there is no retroactive Tumah. He said, countering the first position, that if you do not do a Badika, in the afternoon, sometime in the afternoon of the seventh day, the assumption is Tmeah. She said she could even check on day two. She saw day one, she saw Nida. The next day she checks, finds herself Torah, and does no checking from then on. And a few days after going to the mikvah, she finds Dam. The assumption is she was Torah, because she did the Bidika after seeing that first Dam, found no Dam. A few days later, went to the mikvah, and that was it. Okay, itmar ravamar zava vadai Amar zava safek. What's the status of the of the woman in the second case, where she checked and found herself tmeya in the morning, and then um, and then did not check uh, in the afternoon, and a few days later found herself to be tmeya, uh, found herself to be tahorat. He says she's a vadai zava, and maybe she's a safek zava. Ah, hey, what are we talking about? If you think it's talking about the first case, she's Torah. Safe, it must be the second case, as I mentioned. So, I understand Levi's position that she's a Safeg Zavah. How could she be a Vada Zavah? We don't have three days in a row of seeing. And when she checked herself at the end, after a few days, she was Torah. The answer is they're not talking about our Mishnah, they're talking about a separate case. Uh, that's independent of the Mishnah. So it's a, it's a, akin to our cases, but it's a mix. She checked herself the seventh day in the morning and found still done. Then as for she didn't check in the afternoon. And a few days later she checked and again found done. Ravamar Zavavadai, because Rav's gonna claim that she must have seen from then till then. And remember, she checked on day seven found Tum'ah, checked on, let's say, day 11 or 12, 
which means now there's been at least three days of ziva, and we assume there's been zam the whole time. Let's see why. Since there was dam then on day seven, and dam now, we've she's seen dam the whole time through. We assume. Levi says maybe there was a break in the middle and she didn't see dam the whole time. Levi also had a break in which he said. Essentially, for Levi, that last case and the second case in our Mishnah is going to be the same as a Safeg Zavat. If she checked on day 7 and saw Dam, and then checked a few days later, let's call it day 11 or 12, and found herself either to be Torah or Tmeah, she's a Safeg Zavat. Even if she finds herself Torah, maybe she saw Dam in the meantime, and even if she finds herself Tmeah, we don't know that she had a, day, a Dam every day. Okay, Matam made late, so we said that she has Tuma back 24 hours. So let me have a Tuv to the Rava. Dama Rava, Lamar Shainai Shamatama made late, but Tochi made Zivata. If you recall, a few Prakim earlier, we had the statement that Kol Yod Aleph Yom Aishava Chazka Tahara. The 11 days of Ziva, Oman is Bechazka Tahara. We're trying to figure out what that meant. And Rava said it means that if she does see Dam, there is no retroactive Tuma. And here you're giving a retroactive Tuma. But didn't we already disprove Rava's position once? The answer is, So what we're suggesting is not that Rava needs to be knocked down, because we already knocked him down. We're saying we have another knockdown from here. So Amalach Rava, and Rava's answer would be that this isn't a knockdown. Rava says that the statement in our Mishnah, which as it is, is quite unclear as to what it's hanging on, it says she has two mamet late. It's not talking about our Mishnah. It's talking about the beginning of the parak. Remember, the third clause in the first Mishnah was the girl who's still unmarried and starts to see dumb. How much time does she get? So, I might think that because this girl's going to get a break because she is, let's say, 12, she's starting to see dumb, she's going to get married, let's say, in half a year. When she gets married, she's going to get either the first bia or the first night, Beit Shabbat Mid Hillel, and there's going to have a break, so So maybe we'll judge that next Re'ia to be like the beginning of Nida, and therefore, therefore there's no Tumat made late from these earlier Re'iot, Kamash Malan, that there is. So Rava says that statement in our Mishnah is hanging back to the first Mishnah. Okay, Imishla Veset, so if she has a Veset, then that's all that Nayashata. So never, this is again the woman who checked, found herself to be Tmeah, then a few days later, but didn't didn't check in the afternoon, a few days later checked and found herself Torah. She's still Tmeah, and if she has a Veset, then Dayashata. So they should challenge this. Shmuel famously said, and that was again a comment on the same thing, that you can't be Kovea Veset during Yimei Ziva. So so his answer would be no. What does that mean? It means that if a woman sees Dam during Yimei Ziva, um, you don't need to uproot that set time with three times of seeing another, another time. Because our general approach is that during that time, the Dom really shouldn't be there. Therefore, we say that she doesn't need three times to uproot it, and also, therefore, we say, Okay, Rabbi Yudah Omer. Tanya, Rabbi Yudah in Amishta said, <coughs> 
um, said that if she doesn't check in the afternoon of the seventh day, then she's Tmeyat. Doesn't matter what she finds. So they said back to Rabbi Huda, if indeed her hands were literally between her eyes, but what it means is, of course, a euphemism, meaning if that if she had kept she, if she kept her hand uh, in there the whole time, uh, then you would your statement would be uh, a reasonable statement. Uh, but now it's possible that the minute she took her hands away, so she checked at four in the afternoon, maybe at four or one she saw. Interesting, they raise here the possibility of checking on the first day, whereas the Mishnah only took us to the second day. Um, so they say, what's the difference if she checks in the afternoon of the seventh or on the first day? Either way, it's possible that afterwards she saw, unless, of course, she's going to keep her hands there the whole time until the end of the day. Now, Barishon Mikal Amandamar, nobody says Barishon's good. The answer is Eid, Vatanya Rabbi Shaltit, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shubank, Shayim Alchim Aderach. I was asking my Rabbeim when they were walking, Nidash Abadkatswa, Yom Zayn Shachrit, Matzat Torah. If a girl checks herself in the morning of the seventh, she didn't check in the afternoon, and the morning she found herself to and then a few days later she found herself to be Mahu, basically our Mishnah. She's Torah. And then I asked them, Shishi Khamashi Rivishla Shishanimai. I asked them, what about the sixth day, fifth, fourth, fifth, second? Amrulo, Amruli Loshna, and they said to me, No difference. Now Brishom Loshalti, and I, Rebbe said, did not ask them about the first day. But Taiti Shaloshalti, I should have asked them. So Rebbe's assumption here is that the first day would be no different either. So, after all, they're all Bechezgatuma, all seven days, for Kevin the Pasuk Pasuk, but once she's established that she's not seeing the original Dom anymore, finished, we shall not be Kevin the Pasuk Pasuk, same thing should be about the first day. So, why did Rebbe not ask? Because he thought maybe the first day we know that Mayan is Patuach, and it can't count. But in the end, Rebbe said the first day should be just as good as the second day, and should not be a problem for, for checking. In any case, uh, that's what the argu- the counter to Rabbi Yehuda was. If, is uh, yeah, unless she's going to keep her hand there the whole time, then there's really no f- a functional difference between checking on the seventh in the afternoon or checking on the fourth or third, even on the first. Once she finds herself to be tahorat. Okay, the next Mishnah, Mishnah Gimel, Hazava Hazava who need Shiva Nakim. And ideally, they should check every day, perhaps even twice a day, and that's the way we practice, uh, during the Shiva Nakim. Alright? But, uh, let's say they checked on the first day of the Shiva Nakim, found Tahor, or and then they checked on the seventh day and found Tahor, and didn't check at all days two through six. Show me, show me time, Robot Ku. says, good to go. something very strange. He says, each day that they check, they get credit for. But not the other day. So they get credit for two days. Rabbi Kiva says something that sounds more reasonable, and the Gemara will say that, and that is that they only, she only gets the seventh day, or she, he gets the seventh day, because you can't, you can't account for what happened on the fifth and fourth days, you might have seen, and therefore we only know from the seventh day on. Okay, Tanya, Amrulo Rabbelezer, who said she gets the whole week, said to Rabbi Yeshua, so you're counting in a bizarre way. You're allowing her to check on day one and then day seven and count that as two days. 
What's the famous drasha we've seen all through the Masachet? She, she's only Torah after she's finished a consecutive process. She can't have Tuma in the middle. She can't have Shiva Nakim, and one day in the middle she sees Dam. And Rabbi Shua said back to him, Don't you agree that there are cases where somebody has a period they have to count, and yet sometimes there can be a one-day suspension of the count? So, for instance, as we saw much earlier, let's say you have a Zav, and during a Shiva Nakim, he has a regular carry. That day doesn't count, but he doesn't lose the Shiva Nakim. He just needs another day. And this is one that we haven't seen before, which is a Nazir who walks on top of branches that over that overreach a kever or praot, the fence, the things jutting out from the fence. We saw this a little earlier in the context of the kutim, and it goes over a kever. So if he walks on on top of that, Shimon never say rugin, which means what happens is the Nazir just has that day not count for his Nazirut, but doesn't have the Nazirut torn up, he's not to mate, etc. The Torah says he's supposed to lose all the days, and yet you say the say again. So don't be so surprised that I'm willing to say that you only get credit for the days you counted, that you checked. Rebbe says, In the case of the Zav Shirakeri, it's the Tom Rachmana. There's a special Gzerat HaKatuv that carry is only Matame that day. And if you're concerned that we should make a gzera and say that a zav that sees a keri should lose the whole week because then when he sees a ziva he won't know to lose the whole week. Zav bal keri lo If you never make that mistake, a bal keri is a healthy uh, emission and a zav is something very diseased. He wouldn't make that confusion. It wouldn't get make that uh, that switch inadvertently. Uh, he says, uh, a Nazir who walks on top of the Schachot of Praot is not in violation at all. You need the proper Ohel. The Rabbanon made a that you're talking about. And therefore, we won't make a mistake of saying, oh, in this, in this Tuma de Rabbanon, I only lost the day, so what I actually touch a mate to be the same thing. We wouldn't have such a confusion. And therefore, there's no reason to extend it, which means, essentially, uh, this Nazir really doesn't have a problem at all, but we, the Rabbanon took a day away from him. But in our case, if you think that on days four, two, two three, four, five, and six, she saw me suffolk, then what's going to happen is, she's going to say, oh, even if I saw it during days two, three, and four, it doesn't matter, because on day one I was clean, and on day seven I was clean. So, so therefore, uh, Rabbi Eliezer says to Yeshua that your rule of serugin here is going to lead to a chorva. Either you say that if you saw it, checked on day one and seven, essentially you've checked the whole week and you're good to go. But if you say, I only get credit for days one and seven, that means that she would even have a situation where she checked on day one. On day three, she had dam. She'll check on day five. On day six, she'll have dam. She'll check on day seven. And then she'll say, I'm already three days in, which is not true. Okay, tell me Yosef Rabbi Shimon Amri. Near in divrei Rabbi Eliezer, in divrei Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Eliezer's position sounds more reasonable than Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua seemed to be defeated by this argument of Rabbi Eliezer. For divrei Rabbi Kiva and divrei Kulan, Rabbi Kiva's position seems to be the most reasonable that she only gets the last day. Our practice is like Rabbi Eliezer. Now this is a little bit of a twist on our Mishnah. Rabbi Zav and Zav check on day one. And then, don't check on day 7, but day 8. And they find Tahor in both cases. They didn't check in the middle. 
What would Rabbi Eliezer say here? We know what Rabbi Yeshua would say, at most they get two days, and Rabbi Kiva is easy, she just gets the last day. What do Rabbi Eliezer say? Do you need to have the beginning of the obligatory period, day one, and day seven? Like you don't have Sofan, because she waited till day eight. Maybe as long as you start on day one, then whatever last day you check, as long as both are Tahor, you're good to go. Amarav, so Rav says it's the same thing that as long as she checked on day one whatever last day she checked is good enough doesn't have to be day seven and uh, Rabbi Yechanina disagrees with it and says it has to be day one and day seven and even Rabbi Yezer would not allow for one and eight now let's say here you don't have sofan so Meitav watch this challenge Shavin Bezav Bezav Shabbat Kuatzman Yom Rishon V'Yom Shmini Umatzu Tahor Shenem Ela Shmini Bilvad it says they agree. Now we got three players in our Mishnah. They agree, usually refers to two, that as Av and Zav checked on day one and eight, that they only get day eight. So Man Shavin, Rav Rebbeleizer Veshua, doesn't mean Rebbeleizer Veshua agree that they only get day eight because, of course, Rabbi Kiva, we already know would only give them day eight. Isn't that what it's saying? Which disproves Rav. It says no, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Kiva. It means Rabbi Shua agrees with Rabbi Kiva that if you do day one and eight, you don't get credit for day one. But Rav Rebbeleizer might say that you do. So now Rav says, Let's say a need on day three checked and found herself to Horah. So far told the Minyan Shiva Nikim. She counts it towards towards Shiva Nikim. There's two problems with this statement. Nida Sphira Lamala. Why would a Nida need Sphira? There's no Sphira for a Nida. Zava. So fix it. It's not Nida. Zava. She Shiva Okay. Yava Zava. And on the third day, which means she saw Adam on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then on Wednesday, she checked and found herself to Horah. So Fartola Minyan Shiva Nakim. So Rav says that Wednesday counts as one of the Shiva Nakim. Rav Shesha of Yirmiya Baraba. So this is a reporter of Yirmiya Baraba. Rav Shesha turns to him and says, Rav Kikutai Amalashmate. Rav is, is taking the Kuti position. Remember the, the, the Kuti said, Miktsari Yom Kachulo applies to Shiva Nakim. Dami Yom Shemosekimos So Fartola Minyan Shiva, that the day that your Mavsik Patara counts as a day, the answer is no. What Rav meant was that if she checked on this third day and found herself to be Torah, she could start counting on the fourth day. So obviously the third day doesn't count, and the fourth day will count. So So Rav here is saying something that's actually quite new, which is she checked on day three, starts counting four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and on day ten she checks again, which we call the Shri, the seventh of the Nikim. And that means that she didn't even check on the first day of Tahara. So in the other Shmua Rav was teaching us by saying that if you check on day one and then day eight, that that's good because you checked on day one. You didn't have to check at the end of the proper period. It could be after. And here we're finding out that as long as she checked on the final day, ten, which is day seven of Nikim, and she checked pre-day one, day three of when she saw, so Safan without Tchilatan, it also works. Because I might have thought you have to check on the first proper day, and then you check later on, even after the period. Because you established a Chazaka by checking on the first day. But Safan without Tchilatan, we'd say low, because there's no Chazaka. The answer is there is a Chazaka, because she checked on day three and found no Dam, and then day four begins. Kamash Malan. 
Okay, so Rav is allowing on both directions. Aini, is that true? So remember this case. Remember the case. Rabbi Shuvan Levi had a halacha where he said that if a woman is mapil and she doesn't know what it is, then um, she brings the korban, etc. And Ravin brought a report that Rabbi Yosef Hanina challenged that with the Dean of Toah, and Ravin said, but I didn't understand how there was a challenge. What was the Dean of Toah? The Dean of Toah, if you recall, was that halacha where a woman goes away pregnant, comes back a few weeks later, not pregnant anymore, and we have no idea what happened. Did she have a boy? Did she have a girl? Did she have a boy or a girl? Baziva. When was it yesterday? Was it two weeks ago? We don't know. So we make her go to the mikvah, we said 95 different times, and uh, she goes every night of the first week, because that may be the end of seven days of Yoledet. And she goes every day and night of the, sec- of the second week. That's the first week. Every day and night of the second week, because she has um, seven days of counting in our presence, and she might have ended her ziva at some point, and then she counted. Now, what do we do? We have her go to the mikvah at night during the first week, but not during the day. Why not? Why are there only 95 tefillot and not 102? If you think that we don't care that she counts in our presence, meaning she could just come and say, well, I haven't seen for a few days, I didn't really count them, let her go to the mikvah on day one and day two and day three because she might have indeed not seen it for the last seven days. Maybe she had, two weeks ago, she had a boy, Baziva, and now she's got Sfurin. What do we see from the fact that she doesn't go to the mikvah during the days of the first week? We need Sfurin, meaning we need for her days to actually be actively counted days, and not just, yeah, I didn't see any dominant. And so therefore, um, if that's the case, then how could you have Sofan below Tchilatan? So the answer is, But remember, in that sugya we said, that sugya belongs to Rabbi Shimon for another reason, and to Rabbi Kiva, who says we need Sofan the Fanenu, implying the Rabbanan don't need that. That the Rabbanan would say, as long as a woman says, I haven't seen for the last seven days, good to go. How do we know that the Rabbanan do not require Sfurin Lefanenu? Did none. We have the following. If a woman says, sometime in the last few weeks I saw one day of Dam. I don't know when. I don't know. You may need it. You may ziva. What happens? She go, She gets put in the mikvah nine times. Why? Zion Lenida. So the first night... When she comes back, she goes, because that might be day seven since she saw that bit of Dan. And for every one of those seven nights she goes. And Trela Ziva, she goes during the first day, because she might have seen Dan yesterday, and that was during Yemei Ziva, so Shemet Yom. And she goes to the mikvah tomorrow, because today in the morning she might have seen before she came to us. She doesn't know when she saw it, she doesn't know when her, in her calendar she saw but she also knows she only saw for one day. Okay, if she said, I saw it, and I don't know which day, we had two more tefillot. Yudalf might be Taiwai 11. If she arrived here, which means she may have just seen a minute ago, and may not. I mean, so there's now eight possible Nida nights. She goes immediately because she might have seen seven days ago. And 
she has another seven because she might have even seen just now, so she has to go in eight nights. With Ziva, and of course, the same problem, there's going to be three times to go for Zava, which will be that tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Because, um, um, so she'll go immediately and the next day and the next day, because she may have seen a few days ago, she may have seen yesterday, she may have just seen right now, in which case this belongs to the next day, so she has to go in two days. Okay? Now, if she says, Loraiti Koli Kar, this is very bizarre, she says, I didn't see any Dom at all, we're going to change this in a minute. She has a mikvah 15 times. Now, before we go any further, this is like the silly rules that they have in the town of Galchi. The rule they had was, if you own oxen, you have to participate by shepherding all the oxen in the city for one day a month, let's say, or one day a year. If you have no oxen, they were very mean. They said, if you don't have any oxen, you have to do it for two days a month. So what happened? Some poor guy, a yatom, a son of a widow, came to town. They gave him the oxen to to um, to supervise for two days. So he was a smart guy. He slaughtered all of them. Then he said, anybody who owns an ox gets one pelt. Anybody who doesn't own an ox should get two pelts. They said, what are you talking about? You have to keep a consistent approach, the end, like the beginning. If you said before that somebody who doesn't have an ox has a bigger share, because, after all, he has to shepherd for two days. So the same thing at the end. If the guy who doesn't have the ox is better off, and therefore he gets more uh, more pelts. Okay, so Hachanami, Rava turns around and says... The same silly thing as what you're suggesting here. When a woman says, I actually saw Adam, she has 9 or 11, because of the Ben Hashmashot factor. If she says, I didn't see anything, she needs 15. It must be that she said the following. Not lo ra'iti, but ra'iti ra'iti. Meaning, I saw Adam, but I don't know how much. In the first case, she knew it was only one day. Now I don't know. But she's arrived here, and now she's finished seeing Dom. So, I don't know if it was So, what do we do? Why? Let's see. If she comes to us during the day, so, we have her go to the mikvah seven times for Nida, and eight times for Ziva. Let's see why. She comes to us during the day. Now, she might have seen Dom a bunch of days ago, and she's already finished Shiva and Akim. And then she goes to the mikvah now for Ziva. She might have seen Dom a bunch of days ago, and her seventh day of Nikim is, uh, her seventh day is today, so she'll go tomorrow. And the last thing is, today might have been her third day, or fourth, or fifth, last day of Re'iyah, of Zavagdola, so she has to go seven days after that. So there's eight days of Ziva. And then, seven for Nida, uh, because, again, tonight might be the seventh day from, etc., if she comes to us at night, then we flip it. We give her eight Nida ones, which means the next eight nights, and seven for Ziva. Well, Ziva, Ziva always needs eight, because she may have seen today. So therefore, she has to go tomorrow. But then again, she'll have to go a week from tomorrow, because tomorrow might be the first of Nikim. So it's eight days. They're both seven for Nida and eight for Ziva. 
Wait, if she comes at night, she might need eight for Nita, because she might have just seen now uh, her Nita. So it's going to be a week later, which is eight days. The answer is you're right. It's not always going to be 15. Ziva to Psikolei. Ziva is always going to be eight. It doesn't matter if she arrives in day or day or at night. Uh, we it's eight. So therefore, Chashuva they counted eight. Nida lo psikolei. Nida is not set. She comes at night. By time she needs eight tefilot. Next eight nights. That night and the next seven. The imamah she comes during the day. Lo kabai time. She doesn't need eight. She only needs seven. So lo kachashuva they didn't count the eight because the eight is not always there. So they said fifteen. Now all of that is fine. We talk about the sforim the fanenu by then, but if we need sforim the fanenu, then calling it tefilah lamali, what be the point of having to go to the mikvah on day one, day two, day three? After all, this is the end of Shiva Nakim that weren't in front, that weren't counted in our presence, that weren't counted by her. She just says, "I might have seen." Let her just be to count seven days from the day she arrives. Go once, one from tefiziva. That must follow Rabbanan against Rabbi Kiva. We see for for certain that Rabbanan's position is we do not need for in the Fanenu. So he turns. It turns out love to Haven't we already explained this bright a little differently? We already said loraiti. It doesn't mean loraiti. So I'll explain the bright also differently. Not that I saw and I don't know how much I saw, but rather I counted. And I don't know how much I counted. So in other words, she's already finished seeing, she started counting, and she says, I don't know how much I've counted. Whether I counted during Nida or Ziva. Now by the way, this will not work, because there'd be no reason for Tetvav Tfilot, because if she says, I started counting, by the way, by definition, that makes her a Zava. And second of all, it means that she's already finished seeing, so there's no way that today is a day of seeing, so the numbers are wrong, she shouldn't need that many Tfilot. So that means she's counted at least one day. So at least take one tefillah away. It could be that she says, I don't know if I counted or didn't count. It'll still be difficult because she should still not be able to go today because um, because um, there has to be kind of a starting point. But uh, sorry, she should not have to go a week from today because if she already started, that means that today is already the first day of Nikim. So six days from now would be the last time that she would have to go. All right. In any case, uh, the 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 overall impression is that Rabbanon do not need to form the Fanenu, and that supports Rob's contention that if she counts on day. Uh, three, meaning the day that she saw Dom, and in the afternoon she doesn't see Dom anymore and, and checks then, and then counts four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, counts seven clean days and does a, a bidik on day ten, it should be good enough, and we do not need for him the fun in, we do not need trilatan. So we'll pick it up with the next podcast on Daf Samach Tarawat Bet, and in the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.